I invite you to join me in Psalm 96 this evening. Psalm 96. Earlier this year, we walked through a section of Psalms that was very heavy, uh, very heavy. Uh, several Psalms in a row. Um, and now we find ourselves in a little praise pocket of the Psalms. Uh, and that is good. Psalm 96. It says this. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory do his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar in all its fullness. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. And all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord. For he is coming. For he is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. Psalm 96 is a song. It's an invitation to come, to sing, to, to join in praising the Lord. Interestingly, Psalm 96 begins with um, this description, a song of praise to God coming in judgment uh, in the New King James, which is interesting because we don't often think of judgment as a reason to praise God, and yet I think we'll see as we work our way through this psalm exactly why that is why that is a good thing. As we come to Psalm 96, almost the entirety of this psalm is given for us in 1 Chronicles 16, 23-33. In that passage, it is a psalm of thanksgiving at the dedication of the tabernacle on Mount Zion. It is Psalm 96 along with parts of Psalm 97, Psalm 98, and Psalm 100. And David puts these together and he sings praise to God as the tabernacle is brought and placed there on Mount Zion. And I think you'll see as we work our way through this psalm exactly why it is that this psalm fits a, 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 a not opportunity, a occurrence? When something happens, what is that called? My mind's blinking. A event. <laughs> You'll see why this psalm fits an event like that uh, so well. Really, most of the focus of Psalm 96 is it's looking forward. It's looking forward um, to the millennial reign of Jesus Christ as he comes and he sets up his kingdom and all the earth comes and all the earth is praising him. 
And so you can just imagine as they are placing that tabernacle on Mount Zion, and they're sitting there and they're imagining all of Israel coming to worship here, how great this is. And then beyond that, one day, all the earth will come here to praise the Lord. It's an exciting thing. And really you can break it into two parts, verses 1 to 6 and verses 7 to 13. Verses 1 to 6 is really an, an invitation to worship the Lord because of his glory. It is more focused on those who already worship the Lord. It is focused on Israel specifically and a call for them to declare his glory among the nations. And then verses 7 to 13 is, to, is a call to worship the Lord because of his just judgment. It's an invitation for all the earth to join Israel in this song, this new song. So the first thing we see in verses 1 to 6 is worship the Lord because of his glory. Of sing to the Lord a new song. This is a psalm, uh, at least this first verse here that we've touched on in our theme for the year. A new song. The idea here is a fresh response to the grace of God. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. You notice there the, the repetition. Sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Respond to what this God has done. Proclaim. In verse 3, declare. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Proclaim it because this is good news. Declare his glory among the nations. God's people declaring God's glory. Go and tell the nations what God has done. Go and tell the nations how great our God is. How good this news is of his salvation. His wonders among all peoples. Why? For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Why should we do this? Because he is worthy. He is to be feared above all gods. In fact, he's the only God who's a real God. All the gods of the peoples are idols. They are worthless. They are powerless. But the Lord, he made the heavens. He is a powerful God. He is not just real. He is creator. So honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. These are the characteristics that define him and his reign. So give to the Lord, O families of the peoples, give to the Lord glory and strength. And verse 7 now we're transitioning to a call for all the earth to now join in this song. It's been focused specifically in the first six verses, mostly on Israel. Do this, go and tell the nations. Now all families of the peoples join in. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Recognize the glory and the strength that are his. Come and see it. Come and see our God, what he has done. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. This glory is the right response to God because of who he is and because of what he has done. It is his glory. He deserves it. He is worthy. 
And so come, bring your praise and bring your offering. Come into his courts. As all the earth is invited to join this new song. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. The beauty of holiness or the splendor of holiness. Respond to the holiness of God with appropriate worship. It's interesting as you look at different translations there in verse 9. They're not really sure if this holiness is, if, it's a, if he's saying, put on holiness as you come, or if he's saying, recognize the holiness of God. I don't know why both can't be true. <laughs> be holy for I am holy. Recognize the beauty of holiness and then desire that holiness. Respond to the holiness of God with appropriate worship. Trembling before him. Fearing him, for he is God. Say among the nations. This is really the climax of the psalm here, verse 10. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. He shall judge the peoples righteously. At this point, the psalmist has really jumped ahead in history, and we are in the millennial kingdom. The Lord reigns. This is more than just a general truth of God reigns in heaven. This is an announcement of the kingdom come. There is coming a day when the nations will proclaim, the Lord reigns. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. This goes beyond just the foundation of the, the world itself, but the idea here is his kingdom will not be moved. It's in contrast with the kingdoms of the world that are constantly rising and falling. His kingdom will not be moved. His kingdom will be a kingdom founded on righteousness and justice. He shall judge the peoples righteously. So let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and all its fullness. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord. And that might bring to mind another passage, a passage that we were in not too many weeks ago. A passage where all of creation longs to see the glory of the sons of God revealed. What passage is that? It's Romans 8, is it not? Romans 8, 19 to 22. Romans 8 tells us that, that even as we long for Christ to come, so all of creation is longing together, groaning for that day to come, to be made new. And that's exactly what we see here in verses 11, 12, and the beginning of 13, as the kingdom comes, the heavens rejoice and the earth is glad, the sea roars and all its fullness, the field is joyful, the woods rejoice. God has come. All is right in the world. And the psalmist here backs up. It's almost as if he's kind of given us a vision of the future. 
The Lord does reign, the earth is rejoicing, and then he backs up, almost as a, a warning here at the end. He is coming. For he is coming. For he is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with his truth. As sure as he reigns, he is coming. He's coming to judge, and his judgment will be right, and his judgment will be true. But this is not a judgment that fills us with fear. Rather, this is a, a judgment that invites those who sing this new song, those who know this God, to rejoice. Commentator James Hamilton writes this, the judgment will liberate the world, both people and creation, from all oppressors. God's judgment is just and it is good. We understand the, the illustration of judgment that is good. I think we often think of the word judgment as a, a bad thing, like punishment. But judgment is also fair. Think of being in a, in a courtroom and you are innocent and the judge hands down his judgment. For you, that judgment is cause for rejoice, is it not? The other person is guilty. They have been punished. But you are found to be righteous. You are found to be pure. You, you were not guilty. For those who are in Christ, there is no more condemnation. For us, the judgment of God is a cause for rejoicing. And so, yes, this song is a song of praise to God for coming in judgment. Because for those who are in Christ, that judgment is good. That judgment is right. And all the earth, both the redeemed and creation itself, will rejoice. So by way of application... I think those first four words of the second line of verse 13 is appropriate. For he is coming. Church, live with that in mind. He is coming. And with him comes judgment. And that's cause for rejoicing. So, Knowing that he's coming, that takes us back to the beginning of the song. Therefore, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day, because the Lord is coming. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among the peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength, for the Lord is coming. So in light of that, go and proclaim the good news. Go and proclaim the good news. For those who are redeemed, Psalm 96 is a psalm that fills us with hope. It fills us with joy. It gives us a, a longing, even so come, Lord Jesus. And with that in mind, let's transition to take some prayer requests and spend the rest of the time 